Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Do you ever find yourself setting big, ambitious goals and targets with your health and fitness and then failing to follow through on them? Maybe it's a new diet. Maybe it's that new gym program you've been thinking about starting and then a couple weeks later, you all of a sudden stop doing it. These things happen when we set unrealistic expectations. Okay, and that's really what I wanna talk to you about today is how to stop breaking promises to yourself. And this is something I find very, very fascinating. As a personal trainer for over 12 years, I'm really intrigued to see what makes people tick and the differences between successful trainees and unsuccessful trainees. Meaning some people who, you know, they decide on a goal, they create a plan, and then they follow through on it versus the people who never seem to make it happen. There's always an excuse or a reason or a justification as to why it never seems to work for them, okay? One of the things that I think that I do quite well is I'm a good observer. I really, I, I ask a lot of questions to the students I work with and people who inquire about my coaching services. I ask a lot of questions because it's really important to get into the nitty gritty of your psyche, your thought process, how you think, okay? So it's identifying both, you know, what's actually happening in your reality. So what's happening in your world, okay? And then also your mindset, how you perceive certain things, all right? So your day, your weeks are gonna be filled with, you know, different, you know, tasks and objectives, and you're going to have lots of different things going on in your life. And it's really a matter of trying to find a way to do the highest priority tasks, okay? So if your health and fitness is a high priority, if you continue to tell yourself, this is my year, I am going to get in the best shape of my life, I'm going to lose that weight, I'm going to build muscle and look like an athletic person. If these are things that you say are important to you, you have to demonstrate that through your actions, all right? And this is really where a lot of people get disheartened on their health and fitness journey is because their expectations are often too high, all right? I want you to remember this phrase, the gap between your expectations and reality is disappointment. So if you're currently, or if you're always feeling, you know, disheartened and disappointed with your efforts, or perhaps your lack of efforts, it's because of one or two things. It's either your expectations are out of line or your reality isn't matching up to what you have in your head, what you would like to see happen, all right? So when you've got high expectations and you don't reach them, you're left feeling sad, unhappy, and with a whole heap of disappointment, all right? And the more frequently you do this, the more you feel disappointed and then you're left with even less self-confidence. And the more that you do this, the less self-confidence you have. And it's a self-fulfilling kind of, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. It feeds into itself over and over again. You've got high expectations, you set a big grand goal 
and you think, yep, that's what I'm gonna do. And then you don't follow through on it, you're left feeling sad, you've got less self-confidence. And then when you do muster up a little bit of confidence, you set another big target, and then you don't follow through, and then your confidence gets lower and lower and lower and lower. The goal confidence in your abilities and to get things that you said you could get done, done, doesn't happen. The confidence just goes down the shitter. And when this happens, you are left with three options moving forward. Option number one, you can decrease your expectations and start accepting less of yourself. So this would come by way of lowering your standards across the board. Okay, so that's one option. Second option is that possibly right now you have a self-inflated sense of your current ability. So this means your ego is getting involved to try and bridge the gap of your high expectations. So you set these big goals, your current ability isn't actually at that level, but your ego tries to bridge the gap and tells you that you're more than what you currently are, or you're capable of more than you currently are. And again, there's that gap. There's that gulf of disappointment between where you are and where you want to be. And then the third option is the continual state of disappointment. You get on this vicious cycle, you have grand plans, you want to achieve, you want to better yourself, you want to change, but you don't take the necessary steps to make it happen. So then you fall short of that target. You're disappointed, you're sad, you're unhappy. Why do I keep falling short of my targets? So then the victim mentality kicks in and you get this perception that life is hard for you and everybody is out to get you. That maybe it's just harder for you to lose the weight or maybe you know, you're know you just not meant to have muscle or maybe you know, strength training is just not for you. Maybe you know, you're destined to do cardio training or whatever it is, you find some rationale, you create a false narrative that you tell yourself you are incapable of achieving what you want. The victim mentality. But there's actually one more option here. Okay, it's actually a, there's actually a fourth option that you have in front of you. All right, this is what it is. You actually start to accept your current reality. You are where you are right now. You can't change it by snapping your fingers together right this second. All right, so you accept your reality. I am where I am because of everything that is that I have done or haven't done. And that you acknowledge that you're falling short of your expectations. But then comes the next part. This is the important part. You acknowledge you are here. Your expectations are higher than what they should be and there is a gap between the two. And then you actually take action to close that gap. You raise your level to the standard necessary to achieve your goal and to the level you know you're capable of. So this last one is the hardest choice, but it is also the choice that leads to fulfillment, all right? When you set really big, audacious targets and goals, which I'm not against, by the way, I actually think they're fantastic, but only if you're prepared to do everything required to, to achieve them. And for a lot of people, they're just not ready to do that, or they're not willing to do that. And this is where you have to ask yourself, do you want to be mediocre? Do you want to be run of the mill? Do you want to be just like every other fucking person? So if you're happy with good enough or average, 
take a look around go to the shopping center go and see the type of people who are around you if that's what you want to look and feel like fucking go for it that's your call for me personally no thank you uh -uh. the average person in australia is overweight i don't want to be overweight i want to look good i want to feel good and i want to move well and i want to do this for, for my entire life you've got to decide what goal you have and what you're prepared to do to actually bring it into reality but like i was saying that last one that that fourth option you accept your current reality you are where you are you acknowledge that yes you are falling short of your expectations but then you've raised your level you don't decrease the standards you actually raise them to bridge that gap between your reality and what you expect of yourself so it starts to lead to fulfillment yes it's harder but by doing more challenging things you are actually bringing out the best in yourself all right you get a sense of accomplishment by doing things that you say you're going to do for example let's say your goal is to get really strong all right it might be bench press uh, deadlift squat it might be to achieve you know your very first chin up whatever it is you commit on paper to say i will strength train three days per week this is a quantifiable measurable trackable process and you can measure it very simply i'm going to train three days a week you say monday wednesday friday let's use that as our example it's very easy and simple to follow monday wednesday friday did i train on monday yes or no ticket or cross it all right let's say maybe your goal is more of a body composition goal you want to lose some fat you want to lean out and you want to display some of that muscle that you've been developing great what is a specific action that you can take to make that happen because you can say all of these words i'm going to eat better well that sounds terrific in theory in the land of theory sweet but what are you actually going to do what is the specific step or habit that you are going to demonstrate to air quotes eat better what does better mean it's a very abstract term so it could look like i will stop eating dessert i will no longer eat dessert there's seven days in a week i'm not going to eat dessert for the next four weeks cool you can track it you can measure that did you eat dessert yes or no if you drink calorie beverages and you know you're just getting needless calories empty calories okay so it prevents you from eating better and you just go for sweet drinks whatever it is maybe your goal is all right i know i've been a bit low on my water intake i'm going to commit to drinking three liters of water every day you can track it you can measure it you can score it all right maybe this last one might hit you in the face and that's okay i'm all right with that maybe it's saying the following i'm going to stop being a pussy and listening to my inner bitch and i'm going to take that cold fucking shower that jesse has been jamming down my fucking throat for the last year and a half on this podcast or however long it's been maybe that's what you need maybe you need to get way out of your comfort zone and do something that you thought was impossible and i know several people who when i posed the idea of a cold shower to them they stared me in the face and they said jesse it's not happening and i kept poking and prodding and saying hey 
Have you had your cold shower? Nah, it's too cold. Yeah, all right, whatever. Hey, how's that cold shower coming along? You gonna give it a go? And eventually, they get sick and tired of hear my, hearing my voice, or they get sick and tired of the internal dialogue. Why haven't you actually just tried it? Like, what's, what's the worst that's gonna happen? You turn it on cold, you get really fucking cold for a while, you get uncomfortable for a few seconds, and then you turn the hot back on. You know, that's, that's a very small conversation that you're having internally between your ears. I can't have a cold shower. You can. You're choosing not to. It is a choice. It is a decision. And the reason that I talk about cold showers all the time is because you need to have some voluntary hardship in your life. Whether your goal is to lose body fat, gain muscle, build your strength, become more powerful, you are going to have to do shit you don't like doing at some point, all right? So you wanna start to get into the habit of doing it voluntarily on your own terms, okay? And you can, you, can, you can put it on me if you want. You can say, Jesse's making me have a cold shower. I'm not making you do anything. You can do whatever you like. I'm just stating, when you get into the habit of doing things you don't want to do, voluntarily and you uphold your end of the bargain i'm going to take a cold shower and then you do it you feel fucking good you can look yourself in the mirror stand up nice and tall proud chest and say i fucking did what i said i was going to do that is a sense of fulfillment right there bang all right the best way that i have found to eliminate disappointment is by having a better and a higher level of self-awareness. This comes from constant reflection, turning the mirror on yourself, daily introspection, reflecting on what I do or don't do every day. All right? So there's lots of ways you can do this. Everybody works differently, you know, whether you're a type A or a type B personality, all right? You know you better than anybody else. Maybe you use task lists or to-do lists. Maybe it's a habit tracker. I've talked about this before. I'm not going to go into it in depth. Or maybe it's a form of accountability from somebody that I care about or you care about. You know, if you've got a significant other that you live with, maybe you have a pact with that person and you say, hey, this is what I want to work on right now. I need your help. I need you to help keep me accountable to doing these actions or this habit. Can you do that? Or maybe it's a work colleague, or maybe it's a family member, all right? Or maybe you just put a post on Facebook and say, I'm doing, you know, 30 days of cold showers, or I'm going cold turkey on alcohol, whatever it is, you can put it out there on the interwebs, and I'm sure you'll be able to find yourself an accountability buddy. All right? But this is the, the next part that I'm gonna to talk to you about is really the important part because habit change takes time. Habit change is very difficult. You are trying to unlearn bad behaviors or rewire your body to take positive behaviors based upon your goals, all right? And this is where you have to have a repercussion if you don't follow through on what you say you're going to do. All right, this is something that I find really baffling. Okay, I find this out in sport as well. I play competitive sport, I'm in a team environment, and I'm gonna make something crystal clear here. 
and this isn't this is me as a coach but also as just a person okay i am an individual i'm a human being you should not get rewarded for bad behavior period i don't care what you do for work i don't care what your health and fitness goals are if you have bad behavior and you do not correct it if it is not made if you are not made aware of it and you are not either punished or given some form of consequence you will not fix that behavior you have no reason to i did something bad i knew it was bad nobody told me anything else or told me otherwise i'm going to keep repeating that behavior that's how your body works okay unless you have what is called a pattern interrupt you break that cycle okay there has to be a consequence if it's a good behavior there's a positive consequence if there is a negative behavior if there's a bad behavior there's a negative consequence okay you can see how that works you do something good you get rewarded you do something bad you get punished i did this with my dog when i was doing dog trading for fuck's sake all right they learn the same as we do very similar okay i'm going to tell you a bit of a story here i'm not going to name names um but i once had a had a student who told me one of their core values something that they placed a high priority on it had a real high level of importance to them on a personal level was this core value of integrity one of the characteristics that they really highly valued was integrity being a person being someone who does what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it so really this comes down to having the ability to follow through on your word all right you say you're going to do something and then you do it all right and as part of my coaching program i loan out books from my personal library which is quite extensive i have a shit ton of books uh to aid in personal development and continual growth all right so i very much believe in the kaizen principle which is constant learning and improvement and it's not always in the same field. I learned from a lot of different people, which is why I have a great variety of books, okay? But anyway, that's one of the things that uh, I did for this particular student. I loaned out a book, all right? This person received the book called Extreme Ownership. It's written by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, two ex-Navy SEALs. If you haven't heard of the book or if you have not read it, I would encourage you to pause this podcast Get on the Google machine, type in extreme ownership, buy, and purchase that book right now. All right, and read the fucking thing. It is a terrific book, which you can apply to all aspects of your life, whether it be business or your career, your health, your fitness, your relationships, everything. This is a book that has universal principles behind it and within it, all right? So anyway, the book's called Extreme Ownership. What do you think this book might be about well it's about taking ownership okay extreme ownership of every single thing in your world okay it's if something's in your world or in your sphere it's your problem all right or it's something that you have to deal with all right so anyway i gave this person a book there's only two rules for the book club you have four weeks to complete the book which works out to about 10 pages a day you know plus or minus a few depending on the thickness of the book and the font you got four weeks to finish it and it comes back in the same condition that you receive it in 
So you're just looking after the uh, after the gear, after the book. So anyway, those are the rules. Four weeks come and go. We have a training session. Hey, how's that book going? Did you finish it yet? No, no, not yet. Okay, all right, that's okay. Uh, how long? How how far along are you? I'm about halfway. Hmm. Okay, four weeks, about halfway there. Look, it's a good book. I know this is important to you to work on your core values and to you know really become a person of integrity. Look, I'm going to give you one more week to finish it. Do you think you can complete it in that time frame? So I, I didn't tell. I asked. Do you think you can complete it in one week? You've got half, you know, you've had four weeks. I'm gonna give you one more week to get it across the line. All right, yes, I'll get it done. I'll, 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 all right, Jesse, thank you. Yep, I've got a week, yep, done. I'll bring it back next week, it'll be finished. Cool, happy days. Then this week comes and goes. I say, just bring the book back to me next week. So next week comes around. How'd you go, did you finish the book? Silence. All of the air was sucked out of the room. Just dead fucking quiet. The book's not done. Nope. So I received the book and I open up the book with the bookmark in it to find there's 140 pages still to go. Now, the entire book is 312 pages long. So if there's 30 days in a month, 10 pages a day, you know, there we go, that's simple math. It's just about equal to 10 pages a day. So anyway, just over half the book was read. So this person completed half the job. Just completed over half the job in the time frame with an extension on the time frame. Now you tell me, is that, is that the action of a person with integrity? Somebody who claims to want to be someone who follows through and does what they say they're going to do. Are they the actions of somebody with integrity? Fuck no, definitely not. So this person, as I just mentioned before, they received a negative repercussion. We had a bad behavior, I'm trying to break it, I'm trying to increase this person's level of self-awareness. This was the expectation, this was your reality. The gap in between is a whole bunch of disappointment, I'm gonna help bridge that gap and show you that there are consequences for your actions or a lack of action in this case. So the uh, punishment for the crime was one burpee per page not completed. So that's 140 burpees. And you might be listening to this and think, Jesus Christ, Jesse, you're a, you're a jerk. I don't think I'm a jerk. I think that's pretty reasonable one burpee per page it's not my fault 140 pages were still not read if there was five pages it would have been five burpees if you do 98 percent of the job you've only got two percent that you were off you were still off so there'll be a negative repercussion a negative consequence but the consequence has to be in relation to the behavior if you do a really good behavior yeah, you're probably going to get a nice little reward or, you know, um, yeah, a reward at the end of it. But if it's a small error, a small consequence, if it's a big error, it's a big consequence. You understand how that works? So th that are, those 140 burpees made up the bulk of the training session that day. I scrapped the training program that I had planned out. I had it all mapped out. 
but I wasn't going to let this person get away with it. Not for me, but for themselves. They kept saying, I want to be a person of integrity. I want to be somebody who does what they say they're going to do, who stands behind their word. All right, cool. Let's back it up. You didn't do what you said you were going to do. This is what you get. And I illustrate this story. I share the story to illustrate a point. If you continue repeating negative behaviors with no consequences or repercussions, you will keep doing them indefinitely. All right? And think about this. Think about all the little actions and daily habits that you do that you don't want to have in your life or don't take you closer towards your goals. Think about every single one of them. Individually, they don't make too much of a dent towards your goals. Yes, I acknowledge that. But cumulatively, all of them combined do. Couple that with the frequency daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, and it is no surprise why people don't end up with the goals that they want, why they don't have the body weight they want, why they don't have the physique, why they don't have the strength, why they don't have the discipline, why they cannot follow through on simple fucking promises. It's because you've never had anybody stop you in your tracks to point it out to you and say, hey, you keep fucking up. What are you gonna do about it? Because if you do nothing about it, nothing will change. It just becomes an accepted behavior. If you don't do anything to fix or correct it, it becomes your new normal. A standard that you feel is okay to live by. Unless you take action to correct it. It's like driving in your car, all right? If you're on the freeway, you're going at about 100 k's an hour, all right? Let's say it's peak hour traffic. You have, there are lanes on the freeway, three or four lanes wide, okay? That gives you direction, okay? If you have these little micro movements left and right with your steering wheel, you can stay centered and you can stay on your lane from start to finish without you know, getting in a car crash, without anybody, you know, without running into anybody or hitting the wall. But if you make a one degree turn to your left and you hold that line, you'll be okay. And if you make another one degree turn to your left, you still might be okay. But if you keep repeating that one degree turn to your left, you're gonna run into the car that's in the next fucking lane. So when I explain it like that, people are like, oh, that makes complete sense. Yeah, of course, you know, you go from being in one lane and then you cross over and you're gonna get in a car crash, of course. People hear that like, oh, fucking dickheads on the road. Well, this is what happens in your daily life. Every action you take is a vote for the person you wanna become. And my role as a coach and as the person on the other end of this podcast is to help you to actually live up to the ideals and values that you say are important. The students that I work with, my goal is to make sure that they have a higher level of self-awareness to the point where they can see Yes, my actions are in line with my goals or no, they are not in line with my goals. Ah, I can see why perhaps I'm not making progress. And then we make the necessary adjustments to get them back on track. All right, hope that makes sense. 
if you have a limited or a very low level of self-awareness, you don't even see these things. You don't even recognize them. It's like you have, you know, rosy colored fucking glasses on and you see the world as all, you know, lollipop sunshine, rainbows with unicorns everywhere. When in reality, you're making all these little one degree turns to the left when you want to go to the right. Your actions have consequences, whether it be positive or negative. And there is an equation. There is an equation that you have to really try to balance out here with the expectations and reality. All right. There are two parts of the equation. Okay, because there is currently an imbalance being present. Which one is it? Is it that your expectations are too high or is it that your reality is too low? Or vice versa? Which of those are you gonna change? It's really up to you. You know, you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink. I'm trying to lead you to the water. I'm trying to help you open your eyes to the standard that you're living, the actions you're taking. It's the ABCDs. Actions, behaviors, choices, decisions. What are you controlling? What are you correcting? What are you letting slide by? All right? What you expect of yourself and what you will or won't tolerate from yourself and what you do and don't promise to yourself. Because if your expectations are consistently higher than your ability, you will always fall short. And you'll be left with a whole heap of disappointment and egg on your face for failing again. And then we lose some more self-confidence and the cycle repeats itself. The expectations maybe drop a little bit, the ability drops a little bit, and around and around you go. That cycle of disappointment because you're always falling short of the expectations that you have, or because you're just not willing to raise your standards. That's one option. That negative spiral, round and round you go. Forever trying to fix things, but without actually taking the right steps to make it happen and see these little impro improvements. It's like going up a ladder. You don't jump from the bottom, from the ground to the top rung. All right? That's unrealistic expectations. If you want to get to the top of the ladder, get to the first rung, then get to the second rung. Your ability must be aligned with your reality. Your actions, behaviors, choices, and decisions must be in line with your expectations so that you can actually finish what you start and build success with what you set out to do. And this is, this is really the important part, the equation, listening to this part here. If your reality is aligned with your expectations, you will be happy and content because you are living up to your word. But when there is a gap, when you fall below that line, that's when problems will arise. People with low self-esteem get this way because they either have high expectations and they're consistently falling short of them, and or because they have an inflated ego and they're always deluding themselves why they don't reach those high levels. So, you know, maybe you've got this sense of importance 
I can do what I can do anything if I set my mind to it. Fuck, I love that quote. You can do anything if you set your mind to it. <laughs> really? This is not a fucking fantasy land we live in. All right? I'm going to fly to the moon. No, I fucking can't. I don't have fucking wings. I'm not going to get to the moon. All right? Expectations, reality. Bridge the gap. So if you're currently struggling to hold promises, if you keep breaking promises to yourself, maybe it does mean lowering your expectations slightly. All right? So that you actually build some success. Okay, my expectations are too high. I'm just not completing them. I need to bring them down and raise my level of action so I can actually get some wins on the board. But the expectations cannot be lowered so far to the point where you get no enjoyment or derive any sense of satisfaction. All right? So if you say your goal is to get up in the morning, I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to do that. But if that's your big goal for the day, you know, there's going to be there's going to be no fulfillment there. It's a meaningless goal. And you don't have to apply yourself. You know, I use a variety of different examples here so you can hopefully find the one that fits you and your situation. Let's say for example, you're a bit of a night owl. You struggle get you struggle to get to bed at a reasonable time. You stay up till 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know, watching one Netflix episode after the next, and they always leave you with a cliffhanger. Let's just get that straight out of the way. You, Whatever TV show you are watching right now, just know the end of the episode, there's gonna be something shocking, okay, that happens, or something that ends with a cliffhanger that begs you to watch another episode. Every single fucking one of them. So. Don't act surprised when you get to the end of your favorite TV show or series and you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen in the next episode? I have to stay up and watch it. That's going to happen, all right? That's the way they're designed, to keep you watching. But let's say you struggle getting to bed early. We're going to set yourself a bedtime. So there's going to be two things you can tick off. Let's say you're currently getting to bed at 11 o'clock. Let's change that. We're going to change the expectation of 11 o'clock and we're going to say your bedtime is now 10 p.m. And your wake-up time is 6 a.m. Gives you eight hours of sleep. Plenty to be refreshed, as long as you're getting good quality sleep. So anyway, bed by 10. Did you do that? Yes or no? Tick it or cross it? Did you get up at 6 a.m. when the alarm went off? Tick it or cross it? It's not a massive adjustment there. We've brought, we've made a higher expectation of yourself by saying 10 p.m. is bedtime. That's cut off. Go to bed. Shut your eyes. Go to sleep. When that alarm goes ding, 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 you get out of bed. It means go. The day has begun. On your terms. You said 6 a.m., let's go. Follow through. Sounds simple enough? Reasonable? Realistic? I think so. But when you, if you do decide, okay, my expectations are way too high. I'm just, I'm not achieving anything that I set out to do. Lower them a little bit. It can't be so low that you don't have to apply yourself to actually complete them, all right? So if you wanna stop breaking promises to yourself, setting goals and falling short, if you wanna quit that cycle, another thing you have to do is choose your words very carefully. Only say things which you can make happen and bring into reality. This means following through on what you say. So if you say you're getting up at 6 a.m., get up at 6 a.m. 
If you're meeting somebody for breakfast at 9 a.m., it means 9 a.m. It doesn't mean 9.05. It doesn't mean 10 past 9. It doesn't mean 9 fucking 30. And you might think, oh, it's only a breakfast. Who gives a shit? That's your standard. You accept not following through on little things, which means there's fucking no way in hell you're going to follow through on big things because you can't even do the simple things well. Back in the old days, and I say this now like I'm an old timer, back in the old days, you know, your word used to be your bond. You know, somebody would say something to you and you would hold that, you would hold them to it. I would hold you to your word. And the funny thing is, the promise would actually be kept. Nowadays, it's easy, like people say a whole bunch of shit, but they don't do a lot. So if that's you, if you extend yourself too far and you're getting pulled in 20 different directions and you know, you're achieving nothing across the board, maybe it means cutting the fat, reducing what you have on your plate, reduce the expectations a little bit. Hey, I've just got too much on my plate. I can't commit to doing that right now. Maybe you need to have that conversation, all right? When you do less, you can do it better. You, you can achieve more success. If you try to do 10 different things at the same time, you'll do none of them. If you try and do one thing at a time, you'll be really successful because you'll be able to put all of your time, effort, and energy into achieving it. This means doing things differently to most people, being uncommon, all right? amongst common people. It means becoming the outlier and a person who actually does what they say. And if you actually think about this, go through today and think about how often people make promises. Yeah, sure thing, boss, I'll get that to you by this afternoon. Did you do it? You know, if somebody says, hey, we'll go, gra we'll go grab a coffee at 11 o'clock. Did you go for a coffee at 11 o'clock? All of these little things, they add up. They, they, like I said before, they seem inconsequential individually on their own. And they're nothing big. They're nothing extraordinary. I, I, I acknowledge that. But every single decision you make is a vote for the type of person you want to be and the standards that you have for yourself. Do you want to be a person who keeps letting other people down and yourself? Or do you want to be the person who says, when I say I'm going to do something, I fucking do it. I'd like you to be that person. I think the world needs more of those type of people who say, this is who I am, this is what I stand for, this is what I want to achieve, and I'm going to fucking make it happen. And it starts by practicing extreme ownership in your life, in everything that you do. Take responsibility for everything that is within your control. And if something is outside of your control, and there's going to be a shitload of things that you can't control directly, you can choose how you respond. And if you do that, you will keep the promises that you make to yourself and also that you make to others. Don't let others down, but more importantly, don't let yourself down. It's so easy to put yourself last, to say, hey, I'll please everybody else. I'll do what I need to do for everybody else. But then when it comes to me, Ah, I can't be fucked, or I've got no energy, I've got no mental bandwidth, or I've got no discipline or willpower left in the tank. Don't neglect yourself. You cannot pour from an empty, empty cup. You cannot pour from an empty cup. 
So if you keep letting yourself down, that cup is going to get more and more drained, and eventually it's going to have a fucking hole in it. So every day it gets filled back up to 100, and it's already started leaking because your self-confidence is low. Your expectations are unrealistic. You have dropped your standards. It's just more and more holes going into that cup. Then you become less valuable to others. You become a lesser contributor. And it means that you've got nothing left to give yourself for your own health, your own fitness. And here's the thing, guys. I'm just trying to give you information that you can use in your life. But at the end of the day, you know damn well what you did and didn't accomplish. You know what you said you were going to do, and you know what you actually did and didn't do. You know damn well right now whether or not you're living your life congruently and in line with your highest values and the goals that you have, or whether you're just full of shit. And really, the litmus test is to be able to look yourself in the mirror. And I'm not saying for a split second you lift your head up and then you, you drop your head back down. When you can't even look yourself in the mirror, that is a sure sign that you're not keeping your word. You're not following through on the things that you said you would do. People with low self-esteem and low confidence, they don't stand up tall, proud with their chest up and look at people directly in their face, certainly not themselves. They're always looking away because they're ashamed. I've made all of these fucking promises to myself and I've achieved zero. I said I was going to do that thing again today and I fucking didn't. Why would you want to look that person in the mirror? Confront the dragon, that person, that thing that stares you in the face. That is the self-awareness test right there. Can you look yourself in the mirror, in the eye, and say, yep, I set these tasks. I made these decisions to do X, Y, and Z, and I did them. That's really the litmus test. And if you can do that, if you can look yourself in the mirror every single day and say, hey, I made this promise. I said I was going to go to the gym three days this week. I did it. Fucking go you. Yes. Okay. Strength requires me to lift heavier weights. I know it's going to be uncomfortable, but hey, let's put an extra two and a half kilos on the bar. I'm going to pump out those one or two extra reps. That's what it takes. Again, an extra one or two reps. In the scheme of things, over one session, insignificant. And a one or two rep increase over four weeks, four months, four years, fucking monumental. And that's the way you have to think about it. Every micro decision that you make will have a bearing on the outcome on your life. So guys, I hope you found some of that information valuable. It really does go into a lot of psychology behind human behavior. And like I said, that uh, that example about extreme ownership, it, it is an extreme example. And it was to really highlight the fact that this person was not living in alignment of their core values. And you've got to identify what are yours, what's most important to you. And then you've got to take the necessary action steps to make sure that everything's in line. The expectations and reality are aligned or your reality exceeds the expectations you set. Those are the only two ways that you're gonna be fulfilled and hold up every promise that you make to yourself. 
So guys, I hope that's a bit of food for thought. And last thing before I let you go is this. If you have somebody in your life who you think needs to hear this information, who has low self-awareness, please send them this, this podcast, very simple. Copy the link, send it to them. Just say, hey, I listened to this 45 minute podcast, I think it'll help you out. You know, the guy's a bit brutal, he swears a bit, but hey, I'm doing this because I care about you and I think it might help you on your journey. So that's my ask for you. If you got value out of this episode, share it forward to somebody who you reckon can benefit from it and improve their life as well. All right, thanks for listening, guys. I'll speak to you soon for another episode of The Wake Up Call. Until then, hold up your end of the deal and only make promises to yourself that you plan on keeping. If you loved The Wake Up Call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.